What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We're joined on the colour of Country Life Flow FM by the Shadow Agriculture Minister, Mick Veach. Mick, great to have you back with us today on Flow. Uh, thanks, Ricky. How are you? Oh, I'm good, thank you. I'd like to remind the listeners, you are someone with a shearing background yourself. You have some background in agriculture. Yeah, I do, I do. I grew up on a farm, uh, sheep and cattle, and um, was a fourth-generation shearer. It took, uh, as I like to say, it took my family a long time to work out that shearing is a very hard way to make a living. It's a lot of hard work. Were you using the old clips, the hand clips back then, or you, you had the electric stuff? No, 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 mate. No, no, no. I was uh, with the modern hand pieces. Yeah, I noticed over at Canago Station, I saw they were recently, uh, got one day they do it all manually. They say it's good for shearing the sheep. There has been this shearer shortage across the country, or even apparently uh, the federal um, government, or is it, I'm trying to think who it is, the industry's now looking to India and England because New Zealand's workers are getting paid better. Yeah, look, it's a uh, workforce shortage is a big issue for agriculture, not just in New South Wales, but right across Australia. And uh, it's something that I have flagged with um, the federal ag minister, uh, Murray Watt, it's it's and it's not a not something that's new. This has been an issue for quite a while. We have relied heavily on overseas labour to help us shear our sheep and harvest our our crops and and to pick our fruit and veg. That's uh, that's something we've been doing for a while. Uh, and COVID really highlighted how heavy our reliance is on overseas labour to do those jobs. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of the many topics facing the agriculture sector, uh, including repairing some of the roads we need for harvest and the like. But um, one of the ones that's been highlighted by the New South Wales Farmers Association over the last week is these protests by farmers up at Gunnedah trying to prevent fracking occurring on their farming land. And they say an agriculture commissioner would have stopped all of this happening if they were truly independent. Yeah, look, and I, I, I tend to agree with the New South Wales farmers. We announced back in July... Uh, last year that we would, uh, in government, um, create an independent statutory body for an, an agriculture commissioner. It's a role that would uh, look at land use conflict, just like uh, up at the Gunnedah Basin, but also, you know, people, farmers have been talking to me about uh, Hume Link, the, um, the electricity power line corridor. Uh, there's a, a gas pipeline corridor issue up in the Upper Hunter where farmers are very aggrieved by the processes that are being followed up there. Uh, these are all land use conflicts. These are issues... Uh, that we would send off to our agriculture commissioners to work through and sort out. You can't have these things happening uh, right across the state and not acknowledge there's a problem with land use conflict in New South Wales. Yeah, it's one where the New South Wales farmers are saying that uh, whilst the state government did appoint after the last state election uh, Daryl Quinn-Liven as an agriculture commissioner, he sits within the Department of Primary Industries. Is Labor promising that the commissioner would be totally separate and fully independent? Yeah, we're going to create, we're going to legislate for an independent statutory agriculture commissioner. Uh, our 
our view is uh, having Mr Quinn Wiven's role situated within the Department of Agriculture just didn't provide the independence that is required to work through some of those very complex land use issues. You've got to remember, this it's just not agriculture portfolio affected by this. Uh, it's planning, it's local government, uh, and a lot of other cases, environment. So uh, it's a complex um, arrangement, a complex issue that needs someone independent to work their way through it. And we promised, and we will do in government, uh, legislate, an independent statutory agriculture commissioner. Now, it is also a tricky topic given you've got uh, your uh, Labor colleague, uh, Jim Chalmers, talking federally about the clean energy transition. You've mentioned Hume Link. There's the transmission line the South Australians are sending through the River Rena and a major solar project in Wagga. The New South Wales Farmers President, Xavier Martin, told us uh, he's concerned that there's virtually no regulation, not just on the transmission lines like Hume Link, but also on solar and wind farms. Is that where you'd see this Ag Commissioner having a say? Yeah, absolutely, Ricky. I I think the, um, an independent agriculture commissioner, uh, it's, it, it will become quite a, a valuable um, role in government for us because we can ask this position, whoever the position holder will be, uh, to go away and work with those communities, like the Mate Scully uh, situation at near Wagga, for instance, um, or the Hume Link issue. We can ask the Ag- agriculture commissioner to go away, work with those individuals, all stakeholders, to find a way through that land use conflict. Uh, and also... Uh, I'd be hoping that the Agriculture Commissioner would be making recommendations to government about uh, better ways of regulating or legislating how these projects proceed. Now, you'd be looking for that independent advice from the Commissioner, but in terms of your own policies on agriculture from the state Labor opposition, Shadow Agriculture Minister Mick Veach, what else is the Labor Party promising uh, for voters this election in the agriculture space? Yeah, look, we, we announced some policies quite a while ago, so uh, back in July we were sort of out of the gates early uh, with policy announcements. We announced uh, we were going to have an independent biosecurity commissioner. Now, weeds and pests, anyone that knows me knows, Ricky, that I will talk a lot about weeds and pests. I think that uh, it's one of the biggest issues facing agriculture in New South Wales. Uh, And wherever I go in regional New South Wales, farmers will say to me, look, I am doing a phenomenal amount of work on my place trying to manage and control weeds and pests. But I look across the fence to my my neighbour who happens to be you know, state-owned land, and there doesn't seem to be a lot going on. I just don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair that we ask the farmers to do, uh, to take, to, sorry, to shoulder the burden uh, and uh, on weeds and pests, and the state government doesn't do the same on their land. The Biosecurity Commissioner would um, ensure that publicly-owned land managers are meeting their obligations under the Biosecurity Act in New South Wales so that um, roadways, rail corridors, you know, land owned by national parks or state forests or, or whoever, uh, those entities are actually actively undertaking um, weed management and, and pest management on their lands. And there would be a report to Parliament every year by the Biosecurity Commissioner to make sure those agencies are doing their work. We've also put up um, $10 million on top of whatever the government is going to, to spend uh, or is spending in this space uh, to look at a good neighbour program to assist the public land managers to do that. That's about engaging people, uh, you know, increasing the workforce so they can undertake those duties because weeds are a big issue. And wherever you go, um, there is always someone who wants to point out, you know, African lovegrass or fireweed or up at Lightning Ridge, we'll talk about Hudson Pear. Like, wherever you go, there are weeds and pests that people are annoyed about 
and they want the state government to do something about it. Now, on that biosecurity front, what role would you envisage that commissioner, that independent one Labor wants to create, having, say, like with the recent varroa mite, uh, it's still going, the varroa mite concerns in northern New South Wales, or indeed if we had, God forbid, a foot and mouth disease outbreak in New South Wales? Yeah, so the biosecurity commissioners actually uh, initially will be about working with public land managers, uh, Ricky, to look after state-owned land to make sure that they're meeting their obligations under the Biosecurity Act in New South Wales. The, the varroa mite, or uh, as you say, if it's a bit, if we have uh, foot and mouth disease, we, I, I've been um, a big supporter of the biosecurity officers in Department of Primary Industries. They do a phenomenal job. Uh, I don't think they are resourced enough to do their work and I'd be very keen to see um, after the Varroa mite exercise when they conduct their reviews of, of that, uh, that um, outbreak, just what was the resourcing shortfall uh, to assist those biosecurity officers in doing the job. They do a very, very good job in DPI and um, I want to support them in that role. Now, Mick, you're the Shadow Ag Minister. Um, if voters are looking for you on the ballot paper, I know there's been a bit of consternation about uh, where you're sitting on the Labor ticket. Uh, you voted, they can vote for you in the Upper House, is that right? Yeah, look, I'm in the, in the State Senate, the Legislative Council, it's called, the Legislative Council. I'll be number nine on the, on the Labor Party ticket. Uh, and um, so, yeah, uh, and if we are in government and I am elected, I will be the Minister for Agriculture in New South Wales. Well, that's good news, Mick Veach. We hope that is the way it turns out if Labor is successful at the election. Thanks for joining us again on Flow. Thanks, thanks, Ricky. You have a really, really good day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.